welcome to the preaching and teaching ministry of Brian Burke International. Hi, I'm Revivalist Brian Burke, and I pray this teaching brings revolutionary change into your life and ministry, and that it will stir you to rise in the power of the Holy Ghost. Now let's get started. There is not that he takes nothing and makes it something he holds everything in his hands of his mighty power he reigns over all he brings life to dead situations the winds the seas the storms obey him he comforts the comfortless when the El Shaddai is with you you can't be cursed you are blessed just like the children of Israel when Balaam tried to bless him he tried to curse him he couldn't curse him because the shout of the king was among them every time he tried to curse him God turned the curse into a blessing Balaam said I paid you to curse them why you're blessing them he said I can't help it I can't help it the shout of the king is among them because the El Shaddai was in their presence how many are you excited about your El Shaddai Psalm 91 look at verse 1 he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty amen in the shadow of the El Shaddai. This psalm is the psalm of the El Shaddai. This is what he'll do in your life. Are you ready? I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my fortress. You, have, you know, that's protection for you. The El Shaddai brings protection in your life. Whatever type of protection that you need, protection for financial decisions. Protection for your future, protection for your family, protection for your life. Come on, the El Shaddai is your refuge and your fortress. Amen? Hallelujah. In him will I trust. That means you give everything over to him. You abandon it all to him. You give it all over to him and you don't mention it. You don't take it back. You see, a lot of times what we do is we bring stuff to God, but when we take it right back, we put stuff on the altar and say, God, okay, I need that back because unless I worry about this, I don't think it's going to get done. So you really, tr you don't trust, you're not trusting in God. You're trusting in your own abilities to get it done. Are you listening today? Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler traps that people put in your in, in, in your roads temptations of the enemy trials snares of the fowler to entrap you and he will deliver me from the noise and pestilence he will cover thee with the with his feathers under his wings shall you trust his truth shall be your shield and your buckler you will not be afraid for the terror by night because the El Shaddai is with you nor for the arrow that flies by day nor for the pestilence that walks in the darkness nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come nigh unto thee sounds like what Jesus said nothing shall by any means hurt you are you listening we're talking about the El Shaddai is he able somebody shout God is able can God do all things? See, you have to, you have to make that, you have to settle that fact in your, in your spirit right now that God can do all things. Anything that I need, God can do it and really believe it. Because some of us, we have that espoused theory, but we don't do it. We have a different theory that we operate in. Oh, let's be honest now. Let's be honest now. We confess God can do anything. Yeah, but. 
And some say, well, this situation is different. I don't know if God really can handle this. Can he handle it or not? Is he the El Shaddai or not? Is he the great I am or not? See, this is where trusting comes into place here. It takes a dying in you. Say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I trust you. Amen? Praise his mighty name forever. Verse 8, only with your eyes you will behold and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high your habitation. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you and to keep you in all of your ways, and they shall bear you up in their hands, lest you shall dash your foot against the stone, and thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall you trample on the foot. Amen. I mean, know oh, the devil is a roaring lion, like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The Bible says when you've got the El Shaddai living on the inside of you, you can lift your foot up and stomp on him. In Jesus' name. Verse 14, because he has set his love upon me. Love has no fear. It's perfected love. It's a laboring love. It's the love that casts out all fears. Amen? How many operate in that love of God? See, the love of God is militant and violent. It's not nice, the words fear. It drives out fear. It drives out the fear of man. It drives out the fear of failure. It drives out the fear of risk. It drives out the fears. It drives out the spirit of bondage. Set you free to let the El Shaddai do whatever he wants in your life. And that's miracles, miracles, miracles. God wants us to live a life of miracles, miracles, and exceeding abundance. Amen? Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. What's that name? What's that name? Is anybody here? What's that name that you've got to know? What's that name? The El Shaddai. God came to Abram and said, Abram, I am the Almighty. I am. See that would have meant to Abram? Because his, his need was, he's 99 years old. His wife is 90. And God says, you're going to have a son. And Abraham didn't doubt one split second. Bible says he believed God. Hallelujah. How many got faith that big? He believed God. He believed the El Shaddai that gave the El Shaddai room to work miracles in his life. Even if he had to wait till the last second. God does that on purpose. He does that on purpose because he doesn't want to give you an excuse to say, oh, it, it was because of this or that or this. There should be no denying about it that it was the El Shaddai that did it in your life. Just trust him. See, Abraham believed that even if he died, God would resurrect him again just so that he could fulfill his promise. 
That's why he could offer his son to God because he knew that God is the almighty. He could put breath into him right then and there. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you serve the El Shaddai tonight? Amen. Look at verse 16. No, wait. Verse 15. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him or her in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. How many want God to honor you? We can ask Joseph, hey Joseph, how does it feel to get honored by God? He can tell you. You can ask Daniel, hey Daniel, tell me about God honoring you. He'll make you a ruler of a nation. Because his name is the El Shaddai. Do you know his name? Verse 16, he says, with long life will I satisfy him. I don't care what your doctor told you. I don't care if the doctor gave you a couple of years to live. I don't care if you got something in your body today. And the doctors can't do anything about it. The El Shaddai can. El Shaddai can. Somebody shout amen. With long life will I satisfy and I will show him my salvation. Glory to God. I want you to begin to put your faith in the El Shaddai tonight. Because I'm going to show you now how to take possession of God's power. There's two things you need to know. Number one, you might want to write this down. Settle the fact and be fully persuaded that the Lord is almighty in power. Settle that once and for all. Settle that once and for all. Settle that once and for all. That he is almighty in power. In other words, there are no, no yeah buts about it here. Let's go to Romans chapter 4 on that. Let's put a scripture on that. Because we got Abraham for our example. And Romans chapter 4 gives us a detailed description what he went through. Verse 18 of Romans chapter 4. Verse 18 says, Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. And look at verse 19. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. He didn't consider it. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. Can you see Abraham dancing on the streets? My name is Abraham, the father of many nations. He waited years. He waited years. He waited years. He waited years. How long have you waited? Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God every day, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded. Fully. Are you fully persuaded that he's the El Shaddai? You got to settle that right now. You got to settle that fact in your brain, in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind. Hallelujah. That God is the El Shaddai and there's nothing that he can't do in my life. And anything I ask him to do, he's going to do it. Then you can be ready for miracles. He became fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform. 
and therefore it was imputed unto him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it was imputed, if we believe on him that raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Amen? Number two, not just believe that he's the El Shaddai, but also that the El Shaddai is engaged in your life to strengthen you, to do it on, on your behalf. Some of us, we're, we're, it's so easy for us to believe for other folks, but we, it's hard for us to believe for ourselves. Stagger not, fully persuaded, real nitty gritty trusting God, going through it, walking through that wilderness, but you'll not lack a thing while you're trusting in God, amen? So God expects us to meet every trial, circumstance, worry, trouble, trusting in his almighty power. God knows that what it's going to take is his almighty power. That all we have at our disposal is his almighty power. And really that's all you need. According to Psalm 91, that's all you need. All you need is God's almighty power. All you need is the power of the El Shaddai on your, on your side. And that's all you need. All hell can be against you. All your family, your friends, everybody can be against you. But when the El Shaddai is on your side at your disposal, that's all you need. Amen? In the wilderness, that's all you need. Your money's not going to help you. Your family's all goofed up. Your friends forsake you. But the El Shaddai is still there. Why do we need to trust in him? Number one, let me give you three things real quick. Because of his track record. He's got a good one. You got to remember his track record. What he did for Moses. What he did for Abraham. Because God is not a respecter of persons. He's going to do it in your life too. I feel some of you doubting right now. Some of you doubting right now. You say, you're saying, you don't know what's happened in my life. You don't know what people have done to me. You don't know this. You don't know that. Listen, I don't have to know. The, the El Shaddai knows. All he has to know is if you trust him. If you want to give it all to him. If you want to let him take care of it. If you want to let him open the doors for you. That you can walk through it. In Jesus name. God's got a good track record. Amen. If you want to read the scripture. Deuteronomy 11 verse 1 through 5. He tells them remember what God did here. Remember what he, how he handled the Egyptians. Remember how he did a miracle for you in the wilderness. How he made the water come out of a, a rock. How he made chicken fall down from heaven. Come on. How he was a pillar of fire by, by night. And a cloud for you by day. Come on. How he helped you fight the enemy. And defeated all your enemies for you. God's got a track record. The reason why God did those things is so that you cannot could trust him. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God does not change. People change, but God does not change. He's still the God of Moses. He's still the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's still the God of Elijah who answers by fire. He's still the God of Jacob and Joseph. He's still the God of Amos and Micah. He's still the God of Jeremiah. He's still the restorer. He's still the healer. He's still the deliverer. He can do all things in your life. Amen? Reason number two why you, why you should trust God. Because your present situation demands it. I know about a man called Jairus. You know his story. He was a ruler in the synagogue. He wasn't even supposed to go bow down to Jesus. He could have been excommunicated. For all we know, he probably was excommunicated from the synagogue because he bowed down to Jesus. 
He went to Jesus. He bowed down to the Lord. He said, Lord, my little daughter, my little daughter lies at the point of death. Come over. Put your hands on her and she will live. And Jesus, of course, immediately he went. But on the way, he got interrupted. How would you like, how would you like Jesus to be interrupted on the way to, to, to your miracle? This other lady comes on in the press, begins to, she's not even supposed to be there. She's unclean. She's supposed to be on the street, cry out before her, unclean, unclean, unclean. She didn't even do that. She snuck in in the press and she said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. She, she believed in the El Shaddai. All I got to do is touch this cloth, this piece of cloth on it. I'm going to be healed. And she drug herself through the press i don't know she was probably stepped on she was probably trampled on she was probably kicked stomped but she pressed on through the crowd some of us we owe we give up so quick we give up so soon but this woman pressed on with her issue of blood touched him immediately somebody say immediately the issue of her blood was stopped. She was healed. And Jesus said, who touched me? And Peter said, Jesus, you must be nuts. Look at all these people pushing on you. And you're saying, who touched me? Like pushing on Jesus, grabbing Jesus, grabbing his clothes, grabbing his, grabbing his hair, grabbing, touching him, loving on him. You know, and he's going, who touched me? Peter's like, Lord, you, you, are you okay? Did you have breakfast? <laughs> And Jesus said, no, I felt power left me. I felt virtue left me. And the woman came forward and said, it was me, Lord. I said, woman, your faith has made you whole. All this time, Jairus is standing there, Lord, let's go. Come on. He's worried. And Jesus looked at him and says, fear not, only believe. Believe what? Believe in the El Shaddai believe that he can do it all doesn't matter if it's too late messengers came unto Jairus and said it's too late it's too late don't bug the master it's too late Jesus said she's only sleeping kicked them out brought some prayer warriors in and said Talitha Kumi little girl rise hallelujah El Shaddai he brings life into a dead situation Amen. Jesus' own friend, Lazarus, died four days dead. Jesus said, this sickness is not for the glory of death. It's for the glory of God. And he waited and he waited and he waited and he waited. Finally, he said, let's go. So he comes to the town and Mary, Martha, approaches him and says, Lord, if you had only been here, Lazarus would not have died. Jesus said, it's too late, God. It's nice that you stop by, but it's too late. There's nothing we can do. We're all just mourning. We got the professional weepers there. They're helping us weep. And Mary is sitting in on the couch and she's weeping. And Jesus said, I'm the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he goes, do you believe that? She goes, yes, 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 Lord. I believe in the last day we're all going to rise. She, she, she didn't believe. 
But you know something? God's going to do something whether they believed or not. I want to see, I want you to see the power of El Shaddai. He's going to do something whether you believe it or not so that your faith does not rest upon the wisdom of man but upon the power of the El Shaddai. Then Mary came to him. Mary said, Lord, he's been dead for four days. Jesus said, roll the stone away. Lord, he stinketh. There's the smell of death all over the place. And Jesus says, Lazarus, come forth. Here comes Lazarus. He, he can't help but obey. Amen. Because the El Shaddai has spoken. The El Shaddai has spoken. The El Shaddai has spoken. And the El Shaddai is going to speak into your hopeless situation. He's going to speak in your dead situation. He's going to speak it. He's going to speak it. How many believe that so? Reason number three why you should trust him. Because he wants you to. He wants you to. He wants you to. God wants so much that you trust him. He wants to show himself as the almighty in your life. Praising him in the midst of your circumstance shows him you trust in his almighty power. That's what he did. That's what he did with Martha and Mary. He waited till the last minute because he wanted them to believe in his mighty power. God is obligated for several reasons to bless you. Okay, five reasons. Let me give it to you real quick. Relationship, because you belong to him. You are his dear children. You are his responsibility. The Bible says you are bought with a price. You are not your own. You are not your own. You were not bought with silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Jesus. Therefore, he has responsibility for you. He has the responsibility because you don't belong to yourself. You belong to him. Relationship. Number two, his love for you. Some people really believe that God is going to leave them high and dry. And they get mad at God because they didn't get what they want at that time. God loves you. Now, that might sound simple, but he loves you. And he has perfect love to, to say such harsh things against God. That's an insult to, his, to the El Shaddai. He loves you. He loves you. If God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son while you were a sinner, he loved you while you were a sinner and gave everything that he had. What? Do you go about thinking that while you're now a believer, he's going to leave you high and dry to fend for yourself? If God, the Bible says, did not spare his own son, will he not give us with his son everything, all things about us? That's in Romans chapter 8 verse 32. If God was willing to give up his only son, Will he not with his son freely give us all things? Do you believe that? See, you got to settle that. You got to settle that, that you believe that. Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. How many want to be righteous? Number three, his covenant. He will do it because his covenant is with every believer. 
God made a covenant with you. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 13 to 18 talks about that God made a covenant with Abraham. And then after he made a covenant with Abraham, he swore to Abraham. Having two immutable, unchangeable, undeniable words of God. God saying, as for me, Abraham, my covenant is with you. And God swore, God gave him a covenant and God gave him an oath. In other words, Abraham, you don't have to doubt it. It's a done deal. He makes a covenant with you through the blood of Jesus. Number four, God obligated himself through his promises. Not only that, because he demands our trust, he is obligated to prove his faithfulness. The last one, Jesus is our heavenly high priest. He has a heavenly ministry. And his ministry is to pray for you 24 hours a day. Right now, he's praying for you. Right now, he's praying for you. That's why God's going to do something in your life. Because Jesus is praying for you. Come on, stand up on your feet. Let's begin to pray right now. Lord God, we give you praise that you are the El Shaddai. We know in whom we have believed, God. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that all of our needs are going to be met tonight. Thank you, Lord, that sicknesses are going to be destroyed tonight. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah, for freedom and liberty tonight in the Spirit, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for answers in the Spirit, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that we can confess that we have believed in the Almighty God. Thank you, Lord, that the spirit of fear will begin to break over our mind, over our lives. Fear will not control us. Fear will not dominate us. We'll be released in the sonship into righteousness 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 in the name of jesus father god we thank you come on somebody lift up your hands to him lord we believe we believe tonight in el shaddai hallelujah we want to know that we hope this message has equipped and strengthened you to boldly follow jesus if you would like to know more about Brian Burke International, visit brianburke.org or write to Brian Burke International, P.O. Box 4153, Hallandale Beach, Florida 33008 or email us at info at Until next time, God bless.